Hey, it's AJ, and welcome to the D Plus Club, where I bring you the latest news and rumors from the last week in Disney Plus. I cover what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney Plus streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week we have a weekly movie club, where I give you an overview of the movie along with some facts and some possible goofs. Last week we covered the movie Atlantis The Lost Empire. That episode, along with all previous episodes, are available now on all major podcasting platforms. And for this last week's movie, we've been watching the movie Sister Act. I'll get back to that one a little bit later in the show, though. How's everyone been doing this past week? I have had a little bit of a mixed bag week again. I've still not been concentrating very much after the events of uh, a couple of weekends back. Uh, We had my granddad's funeral this past Friday. So uh, as you can imagine, that was uh, quite an emotional day. And uh, all of this weekend, well, I think all of this past week, I've just been struggling to sleep. And uh, I think I got up at like half past two, three o'clock last night. And uh, it took me maybe about an hour or so to get back to sleep. So yeah, a little bit tired today. So uh, if I sound a little bit run down, I think that's probably why. But apart from that, I've just been working, trying to get on with things. Uh, I've done another video this past week at work. I've been doing a lot of internal like training videos and things like that as well. But uh, yeah, no, just trying to keep myself busy, keep my mind on other things. I feel like I've been more, bit well, been able to concentrate more than I was the previous week, and I'm hoping that this next week is even better as well. But uh, yeah, apart from that, like I say, it's just been uh, getting on with things. I've actually been trying to uh, focus all of my like, energy on other things as well, even outside of work. So I've been like focusing on family and things like that but also and this is an exclusive actually because I haven't actually announced it anywhere else yet I've been focusing on a special event that we've got coming up with Sorcerer Radio and it it may have been teased a few times in previous episodes but for Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary at Sorcerer Radio me and a lot of the other hosts that are on there I say other hosts I'm not a host on Sorcerer Radio uh, but I'm helping organize this I'm helping bring in everyone together for a live stream that we're going to be having over on YouTube now this will happen on October the 3rd which is a Sunday we haven't finalized the time yet we think it'll be about 7 7 30 p.m eastern in the U.S. and we'll be getting together many of the Sorcerer Radio hosts including Jeff and Nicole joe eric even andrew sparks and people like that so i say we haven't got final numbers yet on exactly who will be joining us we have had those confirmations so far and like i say we haven't finalized the time yet and we should have all of this ironed out hopefully within the next few days after me recording this and you'll start to be able to hear promotions for this over on sorcerer radio i'll also be informing the patreons within the next few days as well and then it'll go out to the wider audience i've got to put some graphics together and things like that but i'm really looking forward to that i've actually booked the 4th of october off because of course 7 p.m eastern in the u.s is like the early hours of the morning over in the uk so i'm going to be setting up my rig uh, as i am now i've got my microphone out and my computer out and things like that i'll be setting all that up to be able to do the live stream and i won't be doing a podcast that week so there will be a podcast next weekend which i'll get to a little bit later in the show what the movie is for that but the following week there won't be a podcast because i'll be concentrating my uh, creative forces let's say on the walt disney world sorcerer radio live stream which we're going to have over on youtube but i'll hopefully have some more information for you next weekend in the podcast and kind of stay tuned for that i suppose
Hopefully everyone else has had a good week, though. Drop me a message over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club and let me know how you've been doing. Now, though, it's time for the news. And let's start with the Creative Arts Emmy news. Disney Plus picked up a total of 13 awards at the Creative Arts Emmys, including Outstanding Prosthetic Makeup for The Mandalorian, Outstanding Cinematography for a Single Camera Half-Hour Series for The Mandalorian, Outstanding Sound Mixing for a Comedy or Drama Series for The Mandalorian, Outstanding Fantasy Sci-Fi Costumes for WandaVision, Outstanding Production Design for a Narrative Program Half-Hour for WandaVision, Costumes for a Variety Non-Fiction or Reality Program for Black is King, Outstanding Special Visual Effects in a Season or Movie for The Mandalorian, Outstanding Stunt Coordination for The Mandalorian, Outstanding Stunt Performance for The Mandalorian, Outstanding Music Composition for a Series for The Mandalorian, Outstanding Technical Direction Camera Work Video Control for a Special, and that goes to Hamilton. Outstanding Original Music and Lyrics for WandaVision for Agatha All Along. And Outstanding Documentary or Non-Fiction Series for Secrets of the Whales. Disney also won awards in Outstanding Choreography for a Variety or Reality Program for Dancing with the Stars. Outstanding Picture Editing for an Unstructured Reality Program for Life Below Zero and Outstanding Cinematography for a Reality Programme for Life Below Zero also. It's really nice to be able to see that, especially WandaVision and The Mandalorian and a lot of these Disney Plus originals are getting recognition for just how well they're done, especially The Mandalorian. I think that The Mandalorian, and I've seen this phrase used quite often when referred to The Mandalorian, I feel that The Mandalorian is the best new Star Wars in years, and... I would say that maybe not all of the sequel films, but I would say it's definitely better than maybe one or two of them, just as a whole, as a series. And I'm really looking forward to this next series and also the other Star Wars series that we've got coming. So the Ahsoka series, the Book of Boba Fett series and uh, Andor as well. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to these. Moving on to a little bit of Marvel news, we got the official trailer and poster for the Hawkeye series earlier this week. I actually really enjoyed this trailer, and it had a lot of... And if if you've seen the trailer, let me know if you understand where I'm coming from with this. It reminded me of Die Hard. (laughs) It's, It's very Christmassy. And there's a lot of action and tension and a lot of like dark, gritty fights and things like that. It, yeah, it did remind me a little bit of Die Hard. But I'm really looking forward to this series and it looks like it's going to be really, really good. And I'm looking forward to it being set in a, like a Christmas setting as well. Apart from, what was it, Iron Man 3 that was set at Christmas, I think it was, or around that sort of time of year. We haven't really had any other Marvel films that have got uh, like a particular... Uh, time of year setting and to be able to have Hawkeye featured in this uh, like Christmas and New Year sort of setting I'm really actually looking forward to that so I'm really looking forward to seeing where they they take us with that Hawkeye is set to make its debut on November 24th which makes sense for the Christmas theme and it will also see the return of Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye and we'll see the introduction of Hayley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop 
Also, the series will introduce us to Echo, who will also be getting her own series for Disney+. And there are even rumours that we may see Vincent Don Onfrio. I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, so I do apologise on that. We may see him return as Wilson Fisk, or the Kingpin, after his performance as the same character in Netflix's Daredevil. Now, this isn't the first Daredevil character that we've heard that we may be seeing, as we may be seeing Charlie Cox in the upcoming Spider-Man film. And I have to say, out of all of the Netflix Marvel series... I think that Daredevil was my favourite, and I really hope that we get uh, both Charlie Cox and Vincent back in their respective roles from that series, because I think that they did absolutely brilliant jobs, and I wouldn't be surprised if we may, in the near future, get an announcement for a Daredevil series for Disney+, Plus because I think that that would be absolutely amazing even if they totally wreck on the netflix universe although they could theoretically class it as a multiverse now but even if they totally wreck on that storyline i still think that it would be amazing to be able to have these actors come back to these roles because they did such a brilliant job also disney announced this past week that we would see the return of high school musical the musical the series for a third season I have to say, and I covered this earlier this year when I was doing the podcast, I quite enjoyed season one. And this isn't the sort of TV show or even movie that I would usually watch. I have seen the movies. I could have maybe enjoyed them more than I actually did. But uh, no, I actually really enjoyed season one. And I felt that season two had some character development and that there were certain characters that... I felt that their stories just had a very good development on. But other characters, I just felt that they were left behind the scenes, really. And I don't know whether it's because this was partially filmed through lockdowns and COVID and things like that. But, uh, yeah, I, I just don't feel that this season two that we've just had really fleshed out the characters as much as it maybe could have done. But hopefully in season three, we'll be, be able to get to return to these characters and get more into their backstories and their character development a little bit more. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and we'll definitely be tuning into that one we also saw announcements for lots of guest stars coming to the upcoming muppets haunted mansion special this past week joining the muppets we'll see chrissy metz janie mai alfonso ribeiro who was in fresh prince i believe sasha zamata danny trejo john stamos yvette nicole brown Kim Irvine, who's the executive creative director of Walt Disney Imagineering, and also, and this really surprised me when I saw this, and I got a little bit emotional about it, we will be seeing the late Ed Asner, and this may even be the very final live performance that we may have seen him record, so I'm really looking forward to this. It's It looks like it's going to be a really special special if that makes any sense it's going to be a really special event that they're doing for disney plus and i think this muppets theme and all of these guest stars is just going to make it brilliant and really funny i did see confirmation that we're going to see at least three original musical performances as well so i'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to be like but i do hope that we get maybe a little bit of grim grinning ghosts and things like that because uh, you can't really have haunted mansion without grim grinning ghosts but uh, yeah no, i'm really looking forward to this and we've not got long to wait now only a couple of weeks before this will be available to us so uh, 
I'll be letting you know my thoughts on that once it's available. I also wanted to mention something that I haven't really seen reported in many places, but someone over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord actually sent me this and we posted it over there. So if you're not part of the Sorcerer Radio Discord, I highly advise you join because there's a lot of brilliant news over there. We have a lot of really good conversations over there. And uh, sometimes you'll get these little news tidbits that you don't really see anywhere else. But someone sent me this and it's Disney's official statement that as we've seen the uh, increase in cinema performance with uh, like the latest Disney releases in the movies and things like that, that they have confirmed that the rest of this year's lineup of movies will be exclusively theatrical releases, meaning that we won't see a premiere access or won't see a dual premiere access release on any of these movies. Now, I shared my thoughts on this either last week or the week before. I honestly can't remember. My weeks are blurring into one at the moment. But I feel that this is, I wouldn't say it's the wrong way to go because they're making the best decision for them as a business and they want to be able to see the the return to the cinema and people going out there and spending money and things like that. And I'm sure they get a kickback from the cinemas for increased revenue in popcorn sales or something like that. But I think, and again, this is a selfish kind of view on this, I think that the premier access route gives consumers that extra bit of freedom. I know I would prefer to be able to rent something on premier access rather than going to the cinema. I'd rather sit in my own living room, put the TV on. And even with things like Apple TV, for example, me and my wife can share the audio on headsets and we've basically got surround sound in our home without having to wake the kids. So yeah, I I would really like to be able to see premier access continue And I I feel that it's got the longevity to be able to see these releases uh, release on Premiere Access alongside home theatre releases. And again, like I say, I do understand that this isn't the best financial decision for Disney, probably, because if there is a family of four watching a film on Disney Plus via Premiere Access, instead of paying, what, £10 each or something, which would be like £40 for a movie... In the UK, we're only paying £20 to be able to rent it on Disney Plus via Premier Access. So, yes, I do understand that Disney aren't making as much money on these, but, again, it's just maybe it's just a selfish view on this that I feel that it gives the consumers more freedom in how they want to be able to watch these. Disney did, however, confirm that all of the movies that are going to be on their release schedule for this year will be specifically on 45 day release cycles apart from Encanto which is going to be an exception to that which will be on a 30 day release cycle so that we can can get it on to Disney plus just before Christmas so uh, yeah now I'm really looking forward to this year's selection of films and there are even films are out right now that I'm looking forward to coming to Disney plus after that 45 day release cycle Speaking of movies, I saw that Bryce Dallas Howard has announced this past week that she will be directing and producing a female-led reboot of Flight of the Navigator for Disney+. Now, there are no other details as of yet, but I absolutely loved the original film. I know I covered it on the weekly on the weekly movie club on this podcast actually. So, if you want to find out a little bit more about the Flight of the Navigator film and a little bit more about the history of it and about the history of the actors, do go and check that out. I covered a lot of facts about that film and also about a documentary that got released about it as well. So, do feel free to go and check that out. But uh, yeah, I absolutely loved Flight of the Navigator growing up and. As I stated in that podcast, it was probably one of the 
the films that introduced me to science fiction and developed my love for sci-fi films just or just the sci-fi genre as a whole so yeah i'm really looking forward to being able to see how they take this reboot and it will be made exclusively for disney plus so uh, that's another plus as well plus plus so uh, yeah now i'm really looking forward to finding out some more news about this i say there's no more news about when it'll start filming or anything or even a, a potential release date however as we're only just finding out about it i would say at a minimum we're looking at 2023 maybe early 2024 uh, but i say as soon as i find out more information about this i will be letting you know as for another disney plus reboot though I saw this past week that the new National Treasure series is set to begin filming early this next year, with filming currently scheduled to begin in January. Now, this is another project that I'm really looking forward to. I love the National Treasure films, and I do wish that they'd have continued with that original cast in film format. But the the idea and the premise behind this new series that have been teased a few times actually sounds really, really interesting. But one thing that I do hope is that we do get some cameos of Nicolas Cage and those original actors that were in the original films, because I just don't feel as if it's going to be a, a national treasure like franchise without any of those actors involved in it. So I hope that we do get at least a guest appearance. Maybe they go to talk to someone for help or anything like that. They could do it in a variety of different ways. But yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to find out more about this project and I say it's due to begin filming early this next year. Disney also announced this past week that the documentary series Among the Stars will be debuting all of its six episodes on Disney Plus on October 6th. The series will follow the successes and failures over the course of two years of a critically important NASA mission of repairing a $2 billion science experiment, the Alpha Magnetic Spectrometer, or AMS, which aims to reveal the origins of the universe. To repair the AMS, former Navy SEAL Captain Cassidy and his team must undertake a series of complex spacewalks, but the story quickly becomes a tale about the broader team at NASA, their roles on this daring mission and the collective quest to succeed, with exclusive behind-the-scenes videos and personal video diaries along the way. This actually sounds really interesting. I've always been interested, maybe it's part of my interest in sci-fi, I've always been interested in NASA and the space program, and it will be really interesting to be able to find some behind-the-scenes kind of videos and just more information about NASA and the some of the research and teams that they have going on there. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to this series. Sorry, I think my watch was talking to me then for a second. Also this past week, we got new trailers for Big Sky Season 2, Nightmare Alley, and also a new trailer for West Side Story. I haven't actually watched any of these trailers yet. I'm hoping to be able to find time this next week to go through some of the trailers that have been released recently. I did check out the Hawkeye trailer, like I say, and I absolutely loved that. But yeah, I haven't watched any of these yet. I know West Side Story is actually coming soon as well. But that's about it for the news this week. What are you most excited for from the past week's announcements? Drop me a message over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club. And you can also catch me over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord or over in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone on Facebook. Now though, I'm going to take a short break and then I'll be back with what's new and what's coming soon to Disney Plus this next week. Sorcerer Radio. Radio. All Disney music all day long. At SR Sounds. And now you're listening. 
listening to Sorcerer Radio. Sorcerer Radio. Sorcerer Radio. You're listening to Sorcerer Radio. Oh yeah, Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music all day long. You're listening to Sorcerer Radio. All Disney music all day long. Sorcerer Radio. SRSounds.com. And we're back. So what's new and what's coming soon to Disney Plus this next week? Now, this last week, of course, we had new episodes of What If, Turner and Hooch, Doogie Kamaola MD, Only Murderers in the Building, and also a few others, but they're the ones that I watched this past week. And I have to say, I'm going to start with What If, because I feel that this last week's episode of What If, now, whilst it was a good episode, and I'm going to sound like I'm being negative, it was a very good episode but I just don't feel it is that it was as good as the previous episodes that we've had. And I know this is kind of the danger with these series. They've produced some really brilliant episodes. So we had the Zombies episode, we had the Captain Carter episode, and a few others. I say I don't want to spoil too much about any of the stories, so I won't go too deep, deep into them, apart from what's maybe been officially announced. But yeah, we've had these really, really good stories, and these quite dark stories in some cases as well that have been really, really good. But this last week's episode, I just don't feel as if it's lived up to maybe my expectations after a few weeks of like some really, really brilliant storytelling. And I say this isn't to say that it's a bad episode because it's not, and the story is quite good. But I just don't feel that it's as good. That's my maybe my just personal opinion. We also watched the latest episode of Turner and Hooch, and I do feel as if this series is kind of trying to wrap things up as it's starting to end its first season and we're starting to find out little bits more here and there about the the backstory behind scott turner or scott turner's father's death scott turner senior however one to be able to refer it but uh, yeah we are finding out some more details about that and I have to say that I'm really enjoying this series. I think in my own mind, I always knew that I was going to enjoy it in some way, shape or form because I enjoyed the original movie and I knew that this was going to follow on from that rather than being a reboot of it. And yeah, I've just really enjoyed this series all around and I feel that the acting's been done very well and I feel as if it's left us hanging with certain plot points to keep us drawn into it just really nicely as well. So, yeah, I'm really enjoying that. And I feel that this last week's episode was, I don't know, maybe a little bit close to heart as well. I'll, I'll not I'll not go too deep into it. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I feel that the way that they tackled the story of this past week's episode was really, really well done. And I feel as if the way that they... Sorry, I'm trying not to spoil it whilst also talking about it. Anyway, the way that they were able to build the character interaction, that's probably the best way of me wording it. The way that they were able to build the character interaction between the guest characters this week was done really, really well. And I feel that they were able to honour that culture in a way. I kind of call it a culture. No, not really. Anyway, they were able to honour uh, the the, the storyline that they were being able to tackle this past week really, really well. And if you've watched it, you'll probably understand what I'm trying to allude to. But uh, yeah, no, I, I have to say that the story this last week was absolutely brilliant and they did a really, really good job with that. 
And I'm really looking forward to seeing where this series takes us as we come to a close on its first series. Me and my wife also watched uh, Doogie Camera Ola MD this past week. We seem to be watching that one on a Thursday just because we can't fit everything in on a Wednesday. So we're trying to watch as many things as we can on a Wednesday and anything that we don't watch on a Wednesday, we usually spill over into Thursday. And of course, when series ends, then we pull things back into a Thursday. So uh, yeah, no, I'm really enjoying Doogie Camera Ola MD. That's a real mouthful. I might just call it doogie i'm really enjoying doogie it's it seems like a really good series and i really i like the way that they're tackling the central characters kind of mindset and their almost how they're maturing as basically a child genius and the challenges that they have to face because of having been so smart growing up and excelling and becoming a doctor at such a young age how they're trying to fit into the world around them where they're at a stage where they would have basically been an adult if they hadn't have been so smart and i I feel that they're tackling that kind of mindset for this main character really well and i'm looking forward to seeing where this series takes us with that and seeing what challenges unfold just as the series goes on but I, i make it sound like it's a real drama but there are many funny and comedy aspects and yeah no i'm really enjoying it all around same as only murderers in the building actually i know it's over on hulu in the us so it may seem strange me talking about it but it is on disney's star service over in the uk and yeah i'm really enjoying that i'm really enjoying the character interaction and the mystery around the story that's going on as well and i still don't feel as if i know who the murderer in the building is so yeah no, i'm really looking forward to seeing where this series takes us i'll not talk too much about that one because like i say it's it's basically a murder mystery and i don't want to give away any of the plot points just in case i may accidentally stumble on who the murderer is so uh, yeah no, really looking forward to finding out more about the story of these characters and i just feel it's a really brilliant cast and that the cast interact with each other really really well also me and my wife started watching scrubs this past week for the first time well i say first time i've watched some of the scrubs episodes before but never in order and my wife's just walked in after putting my son to bed and she's like staring at me at the moment but uh, yeah she's watching scrubs for the first time what did you think of it amy the first few episodes that we've watched yeah now i'm looking forward to being able to go through those we're trying to have a a half hour comedy that we watch along with other tv series that we're watching so we're watching a look of course the disney plus series at the moment we're also going to be watching series like blind spot which we haven't finished watching yet and also i think we're probably going to go back to stargate although i think my wife may roll her eyes at that one because uh, while she promised she would watch it with me because it's one of my favorite tv series i'm not sure she's completely enjoying it but she has promised that she'll finish watching it with me but yeah apart from that what else have we got to look forward to this next week Starting on Wednesday, we'll see the release of all of the episodes of the new anime series, Star Wars Visions. And I'm actually really looking forward to this after seeing the trailer. We'll also see the -the behind-the-scenes special titled Visions Filmmaker Focus. And of course, this series is an anime series, and it's going to be developed by, I think it's nine studios? I'd have to have a look at all of the information that I've got on it. But it's nine different studios, and there's all different writers involved. So we're going to get a lot of different art styles but the stories look really really interesting and i'm really looking forward to this we'll also see new episodes of what if doogie Kamaola md turner and hooch 
Chippendale Park Life, and also seven episodes of Spidey and His Amazing Friends Season 1. In the US, you'll see National Geographic's Dog Impossible Season 2, whilst over in the UK, starting on Monday, we'll see The Walking Dead Season 11, Episode 5. On Tuesday, we'll also get Only Murderers in the Building, Episode 5. And on Wednesday in the UK, we'll get Last Man Standing, Season 9, Episode 9, American Horror Stories, Episode 3, Bless the Heart, Season 2, Episode 7, Mixed Dish, Season 1, Episode 6, American Dad, Season 17, Episode 12, That One Word, Feynord, Episode 4, Just Roll With It, Year 2, Stumptown, Season 1, Press, Season 1, Dead Eater Fell, I think that's how you say it, Season 1, Diane Fossey, Secrets of the Mist, Africa's Deadliest, 4, Taboo, 7, Lion Ranger, and also episodes 1, 2, and 3 of Why the Last Man, which is a series set in a post-apocalyptic world where a cataclysmic event decimates every mammal with the Y chromosome. But for one, cisgender man and his pet monkey. The series follows the survivors in this new world as they struggle with their efforts to restore what was lost and the opportunity to build something much better. I actually watched the trailer earlier today, and it looks really interesting. It, it's hard to think of a world where all but one man dies. <laughs> it seems like a very odd story to me, but it's actually supposed to be based on a comic book, and I'll have to do a little bit more research on it. But uh, yeah, no, it, it looks really, really interesting. The series actually started streaming on Hulu in the US on September 13th, but of course, we'll be getting it this next week. Moving on to Friday, we'll get the all-new Pixar Spark Shorts documentary, A Spark Story, taking a behind-the-scenes look at 20-something and Nona. In the US, you'll also see the release of Spooky Buddies and The Fault in Our Stars. Whilst over in the UK, we'll get Witness Disaster, Giraffe, African Giant, Strongest Bird Alive, 2000's Greatest Tragedies, American Blackout, Inside the Hunt for the Boston Bombers, Dino Deathmatch, Inside the Muslim Brotherhood, and the film Descendants from 2011 starring George Clooney, Taken 3, Cinderella Man, and 1996's Broken Arrow. And that's about it for this past week. What are you most looking forward to this next week? Let me know over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club. And that's plus the word plus, of course. Or you can also drop me a message over on the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. Or of course, over in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone Facebook group. I'll be taking a short break now, but after that, I'll be back with the Weekly Movie Club. Good day, everyone. It's come to our attention that listening to the sounds of Sorcerer Radio can make one tap their feet and hum a familiar tune, even causing one to smile. Have you caught the sensation yet? Listen now at srsounds.com. This tape will now self-destruct. Well, now, though, it's time for the Weekly Movie Club. And as I mentioned earlier, this past week's movie has been Sister Act. So if you've never seen Sister Act before, this is your spoiler warning. If you don't want to be spoiled, pause the show now, watch the film, and then come back to join us for the rest of the podcast. Now, though, with the spoiler warning out of the way, let's get right into it. We start in 1968, as we meet Dolores Wilson, a young Catholic school student who is less than serious about her studies and greatly embarrasses her non-teachers. 24 years later, Dolores, who is now a lounge singer in Reno, is performing as Dolores Van Cartier. 
After Dolores witnesses her gangster boyfriend, Vince, execute an informant, Police Lieutenant Eddie Souther places her in witness protection. She is brought to St. Catherine's Covent in a run-down neighbourhood in San Francisco. Dolores initially objects, however, she eventually relents. The head nun of St. Catherine's, known only as Reverend Mother, also objects to taking Dolores in. But O'Hara, the local parish priest, convinces her to go along with it because police will pay the failing Covent a good sum of money to do so. Disguised as Sister Mary Clarence, Dolores initially has difficulty dealing with the rigid and simple Covent life, but starts to befriend other nuns, including Sister Mary Patrick, the elderly Sister Mary Lazarus, and novice Sister Mary Robert. One night, after a poorly attended Sunday Mass, with a lacklustre performance from the Covent Choir, led by Mary, Mary Lazarus, Dolores sneaks out to a bar, followed by Mary Patrick and Mary Robert. They're caught by the Reverend Mother, who orders that De Dolores join the struggling choir. With her singing experience, Dolores is elected their director and works to transform the choir. At the next Sunday Mass, Dolores leads the much-improved choir in a traditional performance of Hail Holy Queen, and then shifts into a combined gospel and rock and roll interpretation. Although Reverend Mother is infuriated, O'Hara congratulates the choir's unorthodox performance for attracting new people to the service. Convinced by Dolores, he allows the nuns to clean the church and the neighbourhood, their singing and efforts to revitalise the neighbourhood attract media attention, and the parish starts to thrive. Souther chastises Dolores for nearly being exposed on national television, because Vince has placed a bounty on her head. Dolores assures him that she will try to keep a lower profile, and Souther attends a mass. The nun's choir continues to amaze parishioners and visitors, especially with a rendition of My Guy, which is rewritten as performed as My God. O'Hara informs the Covenant that Pope John Paul II, having heard of the choir's success, will visit their church. Dolores tells Reverend Mother that Vince's upcoming trial means that she'll soon leave. Reverend Mother reveals that she is resigning as abbess, believing she is no longer useful to the Covenant because her authority was undermined. Dolores tries to convince her to say, but Reverend Mother retorts that she believes herself too old-fashioned and incapable to continue in office. Souther discovers a corrupt detective in his own department, who has given Dolores's location to Vince, and then rushes to San Francisco to warn Dolores. She and Mary Robert are kidnapped by Vince's men, but Dolores helps her escape. Afterward, Reverend Mother reveals to the nuns that Sister Mary Clarence is actually Dolores Van Cartier and why she has been hiding at their covent. The nuns decide to rescue Dolores, requesting a helicopter pilot to fly them to Reno. Vince orders his men to kill Dolores, but they cannot bring themselves to shoot her while she's dressed as a nun. Arriving at Vince's casino, the nuns find Dolores after she's escaped from Vince's men. They become trapped in the casino lounge and Dolores prepares to sacrifice herself. Vince is hesitant, but he prepares to shoot her, and the delay ends up being just long enough for Souther to arrive and arrest Vince and his men. Thanking Dolores for her actions, Reverend Mother decides to remain at the convent. Returning to San Francisco, the choir, led by Dolores, sing I Will Follow Him to a packed audience, 
in a refurbished St. Catherine's, receiving a standing ovation from all, including the Pope, O'Hara, and Souther. Dolores continues to guide and coach the choir as a touring musical group. Sister Act was released on May 29, 1992. It had a budget of $31 million and made more than $230 million at the global box office. The church in which Dolores takes sanctuary is actually St. Paul's Catholic Church, located at Valley and Church Streets in No Valley, which is actually an upper-middle-class neighbourhood of San Francisco. As such, the storefronts on the opposite side of the street were actually redressed to give the appearance of a run-down neighbourhood. In June of 1993, actress Donna Douglas and her partner Kurt Wilson in Associated Artists Entertainment Inc., filed a $200 million lawsuit against Disney, Whoopi Goldberg, Bette Midler and their production companies, and Creative Arts Agency, claiming the film was plagiarised from the book A Nun in the Closet, which was owned by the partners. In 1994, Douglas and Wilson declined a $1 million offer in an attempt to win the case. The judge found in favour of Disney and the other defendants. Wilson stated at the time, they would have had to copy our stuff verbatim for us to prevail. In November 2011, a nun named Deloise Blakely filed a lawsuit against the Walt Disney Company and Sony Pictures, claiming that the Harlem Street Nun, which was an autobiography she wrote in 1987, was the basis of the 1992 film. But in early 2003, the New York Supreme Court dismissed the lawsuit with prejudice, awarding no damages to Blakely. Whilst filming in Reno, the cast members would often stay in their nun outfits and wander off the set to pull some pranks at the local casinos, bars, clubs and strip clubs. Two of the actresses once told a story that they ordered wine and fries to their hotel room and answered the door in their nun outfits, whilst loud pornography was actually being played on the television in the background, and they were just doing that to mess with the hotel staff. Bette Midler was originally attached to lead the movie, however this was later changed to Whoopi Goldberg as production progressed. Whoopi Goldberg actually hired Carrie Fisher, who many people will know from Star Wars, to rewrite much of her dialogue, which actually led to many arguments with the Disney executives. Dolores as a younger girl was played by Isis Carmen Jones. Later that year, Jones actually played a de-aged version of Goldberg's character, Guinan, in Star Trek The Next Generation, in the Season 6, Episode 7 episode, Rascals. The movie has actually had a long legacy, It was later turned into a stage musical where Whoopi Goldberg appeared in a limited run in the London performance, this time playing Mother Superior. Due to the first film's success, a sequel was released in December of 1993, titled Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit, which I also actually hope to feature in a future movie club as well. And on December 7th, 2018, it was confirmed that Regina Hicks and Karen Geist, I think that's how you say that surname, were hired to write the script for Sister Act 3, which would release exclusively on Disney+. In December 2020, it was announced that Whoopi Goldberg would also be reprising the role of Dolores and serve as a producer alongside Tyler Perry. And that's about it for this week's movie. What did you think? I actually really enjoy the movie Sister Act. I watched it quite a lot when I was younger. Apart from watching it this past week, I can't remember watching it 
maybe I watched it at some point last year. I actually think I featured it in the movie club at some point last year before I started the podcast, actually. So that's maybe the last time I watched it before this. But apart from that, I don't think I've seen it since I was a child. And I have to say that I absolutely love this movie. The, the music in it is just absolutely brilliant. They've done a really, really good job with it. And I have to say that the sequel, and again, I want to cover this in a weekly movie club at a future point in time. The sequel, I would say that I like just as much as the first, if not better, maybe. I'm not sure. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed this film. And I actually, I say that, I actually ended up watching the sequel earlier this week. So (laughs) I I will end up featuring it in the movie club at some point. But yeah, no, I absolutely love this movie. And Whoopi Goldberg does an absolutely brilliant job. And to be fair, all the cast do. uh, They've got such life and energy. And you can tell that they were having fun whilst doing this. And just from reading some of the stories that uh, I featured in the facts at the end of the the movie overview there, you can tell that they enjoyed uh, the the roles that they were playing. So yeah, no, I absolutely loved it. And I'm looking forward to being able to read your thoughts on this, actually. As always, I ask over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord, the Fun Zone Facebook group, and also over on my social media for people to be able to share their comments. So, let's see what you had to say. Eric Allen said, I saw it once. It was entertaining, but I haven't really had the desire to re-watch it or watch the sequel. When we previously watched this movie, I remember Kenzie putting in the uh, Fun Zone, Oh My God, Sister Act. Absolutely love it. So, yeah, I had to make sure I, I included that one as well. And Brandon said, anything music-oriented is really good for me. I remember last time when we watched Sister Act, he watched Sister Act, and I think he watched Sister Act 2 in the same week, <laughs> much like I've done this past week, actually. Tim over on Instagram said, I didn't think I'd enjoy this movie, mainly due to its theme. However, Whoopi Goldberg's performance in it is absolutely mind-blowing. But that's about it. Thank you, everyone, for your comments on the movie this past week. Now, though, let's see what the guys over at Diz His had to say about Sister Act. Review. Review. So this week week for D plus was Sister Act. Yep. Jen, did you watch it? I'm just joking. No. Uh, Jen. Well, no, I she's did. Busy. She's busy. She has a bit. She has a hard week. Go I ahead. did my homework and I watched Sister Act. I cannot Damn. believe this. He told me this beforehand. And I'm so surprised. Okay, what do you think of Sister I've Act? I've never seen it. I've never seen it. And really? Oh, really? Yeah, I've never seen it. And you know, I'm not a big nun fan. Um, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I'm not a big fan oddly, of nuns. Oddly specific. <laughs> you could have, I'm not a big fan of religion. I'm not a religious guy. I'm not a big fan of nuns. Um, no, I've never yeah. seen it. So you, so you like religion. Okay, but not so you like, you like religion. Just don't like nuns. Yeah, yeah, just the nuns. They creep me out. Um, so I liked the movie. It was pretty good. Uh, it was entertaining. My wife didn't really like that much. She said it was a little too slow for her. Uh, but mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of funny. And I was kind of watching. I was like, "Wow, is this like, is this when is this when Whoopi's career?" Because I had I you know I only know Whoopi from a few things, and I was like, you know, what 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 is it? Is it a comedy? Was she known for comedies? What's you know was she? So I looked her up a little bit, and I didn't know she started off as a drama actress. I had no idea that that was like her first thing was drama, and then she went into comedy movies from there. I had no really? idea. Well, well, she started off the color purple, right? Nineteen eighty-five drama. Yeah, and then which is that's a big drama. But Ghost would Ghost be a drama? Yes. Was she really? Ghost she was is more a like drama. comedic, like yeah. Hold I would on classify one Ghost as a drama. Yeah, go, Ghost overall is a drama, but she was She's more the like comedic, comedic relief. Re- yes, is in she? that movie. 
Yeah, and not only that though, she was uh you know, you we were talking about what is she known for? I mean, her and Robin Williams and Billy Crystal, like they had what was the name of that thing that they were doing with the with the comedy comic relief maybe? Yeah. So, and that was ni- um looks like 1986. Um this was like a a series, I guess, hosted by Robin Williams, Billy Crystal and Whoopi Goldberg. Wow. Look at all three of those pe- people by the way, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All those three people very iconic iconic disney character i would say right right robin williams with the genie billy crystal with mike wazowski uh-huh. and of course you got Whoopi goldberg right mm-hmm. who is um she's been in a bunch of disney movies right she's doing yes. uh, lion king and not only that i'm not sure if you know this but she's also in that one show marvel's modok how do you, how do you pronounce that marvel character Modoc. Like, like the head? you're right modok yeah so she does she has she does like a voice in that does series she really? too, right now yeah so she's like this famous for her voice because she has a very like unique yeah. voice right yeah now, when I was watching this movie, you know, all I can think of is Harry Potter because the main head nun is in is in. I'm sorry, all I can think of was Hook because main head nun is from Hook, right? She plays um, Wendy. She plays old Wendy, right? In Hook, yeah. Then the head nun. So I was oh, like, man, I see what you're talking about. So I was like, okay, so she was like an she was like an old lady then, but she's in nun, she's in this movie, and I was like, this movie came out before that, right? Around the same time. And then mm-hmm. Christine's like, oh, isn't she in Harry Potter? I was like, yeah, she was old in Harry Potter too. You're talking about Maggie Smith. I know, yeah, Maggie Smith. And I was like, how old was she in this movie? She was 58 in this movie. Did she look 58 to you in this movie? No. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> she was, Joe, she was 18 years older than you. That's what I'm gonna look like. That's what I'm gonna look like when I'm 58. I guess. In 18 years? Yeah. I can be like an old nun? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, I guess that you're saying some people some people age differently. differently than others. Yeah, she was able to play the the older woman early in her career. I would say. Oh, that's a very eloquent way to say that. <laughs> yeah, and she, I mean, she was known for those type of parts. Yeah, too, she right? made she made a career out of it. Mm-hmm. She made it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but not only that, think about this for a second. In Hook, who's in that movie? We got Robin Williams. Robin Williams. So uh, it seems like a lot of these characters, I mean, they, I think they were really close as friends, like comedians. They were really close. Whoopi Goldberg, Billy Crystal, and Robin Williams, right? Uh-huh. Uh, so what do you think about, so Sister Act, you know, overall, I, I thought it was a fun movie. Right? Yeah. Whenever this, if it's, when you think of a nun, you think of something that's very strict, very, you know, very straightforward. So when you go and you take like a unique idea of throwing this person who's not strict, who's very like outgoing, and you put them with a group of nuns to make them more outgoing, it, I think that's uh, I think it's a good idea for a film, right? Yeah. And it's so and it's such a good idea for a film. They're gonna be making a Sister Act three. They're going to be making Sister Act three. Yes. Wow. And Whoopi Goldberg's gonna be in it. Is Kathy and Jimmy gonna be in it? I have no idea. Well, cause... she's getting a resurgence if that's the case because they're yeah. doing Hocus Pocus too. Right. And I'm not sure if she's going to be in it, but I do know that I'm not sure if it's, I, I don't think it's going to be a straight to movie type thing. I mean, I, I, like in the D movie plus. theater, I think this is going to be something on Disney plus. Yeah. Is, is Vince LaRocca could come get, get out of jail and go after her. I have no idea, man. All I know is that I looked it up and she is uh, confirmed to be in sister. Act wow. Three. I'm invested. So. I need to and watch sister act too. I'm sorry. I said, I need to watch sister, sister act, act too. Maybe that can be coming up in a couple of weeks. Who knows? Also, we saw Whoopi Goldberg twice at Candlelight. That's right. And that's when we have the cool story with Emma when she talked to Emma. Out that's right. And, uh, when she was dancing when Emma out was at Candlelight. feeling that music. Yeah. She, was she was in her group. feels. Oh, she, there was. <laughs> she was doing, she was doing <laughs> the sister Nobody act. Nobody but Emma. She was doing the sister act. Want to hear more from Alex, Joe, and Jen? Go to dishis.com.
Thank you very much, guys. Remember, you can catch those guys over on Fridays on Sorcerer Radio at 1pm and 8pm Eastern, as well as on all major podcasting platforms. Remember, if you want to send me your comments on the Weekly Movie Club each week, you can do so in the Weekly Movie Club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord, or on any of my posts over on social media at at or forward slash the D plus club, or over in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone Facebook group. Also, if you want to leave me an audio comment, you can do so at anchor.fm forward slash the D plus club, which is plus the word plus. And as always, if you're enjoying the show, you can show your support by donating a coffee. It's currently 10 past 10 here in the UK, so uh, as you can imagine, I'm drinking a little bit of coffee to keep myself awake because I'll be editing the show after uh, I finish recording. But you can donate a coffee by going to ko-fi.com forward slash the D plus club. For next week's movie, though, we'll be returning to our MCU series for Thor The Dark World. Until then, though, hopefully you've had a good week. Thank you very much for tuning in this week, and hopefully you can tune in again next week. Thank you very much, everybody. Bye-bye.